This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam finally watched Frozen and I have some thoughts. Shanine ordered a new bed and things will be happening in it. <laughs> and we ask you guys, are you okay? Hello. How goes? Fine. Yeah? You watched Frozen? I did. Let me hear these thoughts. Finally. Like I, I was going to say, like, only now. Only now. I, You know, I think I was pregnant or Elijah was very little when it came out. And I just had no reason to watch it. Yeah. And we've been implementing movie nights right. at the Herbst household. Um, tonight, I'm excited because tonight will be our first movie night with Ray. Yes. So, we've got the Christmas bed out and we, um, I mean, it's just a mattress in the lounge and we um, get into our pajamas and stuff before supper and then we have supper in the lounge, which is great excitement and we watch a movie and so the other night it was Frozen. Mm. And, I mean, my girl Elsa, <laughs> right, strips her mood. <laughs> and loses her shit with everyone. She's just like, fuck you all. I'm going into my own frozen palace I'm up out. in the woods. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. Drop the mic. She creates a beautiful home for herself. She never even liked the, uh, minded the cold, right? That's Ex- what the, the yes. show, let it go. Yes. Let I, it go. I never even, what, the cold. Anyway, or whatever. Anyway, yes. Yeah, she... That's I mean, the line from the song, yes. And the whole movie is spent trying to get save her from herself, if you think about it. Exactly. From her frozen palace. And I'm watching the movie going, can you just leave the woman alone? <laughs> She's got peace and quiet, <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> well, that's, that was my takeaway. I was just like, why did you guys spend the whole movie Trying to save her from her palace. She was quite happy, guys. And content in her ice-cold palace. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my thoughts. So, you ordered a new bed. What will be... Dare I ask what will be happening in that bed? Well, it's that thing. It starts with the letter S. <laughs> that Rhett and I never do anymore these days. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so tired <laughs> all the time. I'm tired all the time. And I am tired of being tired. And I've come to the conclusion that my bed is more than 10 years old. Oh. My back is sore all the time. Oh. I'm exhausted. Plus, I have a queen-size bed. And I have two toddlers now who insist on being in that bed with us on weekends and whenever they feel like it. So I have decided, not that we don't co-sleep, they sleep in their own rooms, but at some point... They all, they often land up in They want to come and cuddle. And mm. then one of us gets kicked out to go and either sleep in Josh's double bed or in Jess's bed because there's not enough room. So when we were in Mauritius, we were sleeping in a king-size, a super king bed, king-size extra length. Mm. And I was saying to Rhett... This is it. It's happening. This is happening. I don't care. We're going to have to replace all our linen and everything because all of our stuff is queen size. I don't care. Sleep is important. So I don't know if I'm going to sleep more in this bed, but I've invested and it is happening. 
Okay. I think positive thoughts will reign and you will get more sleep. Stay tuned, listeners, to see if Charlene indeed did get more sleep. How are you bombing at momming? I ask you, my fellow co-host. <sighs> So, Elijah had his school concert, um, it's our second one ever, and it was this morning, and okay, I've got to do that thing where I like make excuses. He is the oldest in his class, mm-hmm. um, so him and Elijah and the second oldest in his class, his friend, um, were just like front center, I mean, may, and I definitely have some mom goggles. Um, but he just like shone on the oh, stage. My he did all the actions, and he did. And like the other kids were gorgeous too. There were some that cried, and some that oh, just sat there doing nothing. And I'm not saying like Elijah and his friend were the only ones doing all the actions, but um, Elijah did well. Oh. He did so well. He, it's he, crazy how proud you can be over something so over, small. Hey? Over like six songs at nine o'clock in the morning and. Oh, they did six songs. They did six songs. That or like, is or, yeah, something like that. They did a number of songs that they sang along with actions, and then they did a, a little drum piece, and then they sang "I Love You" from Barney at the end. Oh, it was mood cute, and so I just your heart swells with pride, and no matter how guilty or bad you feel about anything else that has come to pass, that is just like that's mm. the, those are the moments we uh, live exactly. for. Exactly, okay? exactly. You know what also t- uh, hit home with me when I watched Josh's very first school concert for me because mm. it's his first year in school this year. I stood there and I was like, I can't even get this fucking kid to like brush his teeth on a good day. How? How do these teachers do it? No, with with like fifteen Actions of them and yeah. mouthing the lyrics and. These kids are just like little sponges and these teachers just know how to make them reach their full potential, which to me is heartwarming because I genuinely feel like the best thing we could have done was sent Josh to school. Agreed. Agreed. So uh, kudos to you teachers. Mm -hmm. Whoever's listening who is a teacher, we see you and we salute you. Thank you. Um, of course, though. What did you do wrong? I what, did do what something What is the wrong. bad mom moment? Let's hear it. My bad mom moment is that as, um, if you've been listening, you will know <laughs> that I um, put Elijah to sleep in his bed or have been the past two months and um, do my thing and whatever I need to do, my TV time and read my book and, you know, clean up and do whatever after. And then when I'm ready for bed... I go pick that little body up and put him in my bed. <laughs> so you didn't have to sleep alone for so two months. Yeah. And look, it was twofold, mostly because I didn't want to sleep alone. Secondly, because um, I didn't want to be interrupted. Mm. By the time I got to sleep, I was just like, oh, I don't want to have to now get up when he gets up. Yes. I don't know whether it's going to be at six o'clock in the morning or three. Mm. And if he's in my bed already, I won't be it's disturbed. Okay. It's just easier. Yeah. Um, but now... I've been this week since Ray has been back. Uh, he's I've been sleeping in Elijah's bed because Elijah is now used to it. Oh crap! I tried for three nights before Ray got home. One night he slept through. The next two nights he didn't, but he crawled into bed with me. And now I, I like the three of us don't fit into the bed comfortably. So um, the one night I the first night I left him with Ray in the bed, and he just burst into tears. And he made up every excuse to come with me to his room. Oh, I need my water. I need to go look at my things in my room. I need. <laughs> so, 
And I was like, why are you crying? Do you want to actually sleep with mom? You don't want to sleep with dad. No, he wants to sleep with mom. And so, yeah. It's also an adjustment for him because, yeah, I suppose you think, oh, it'll be nice. He can sleep by daddy. He hasn't slept next to daddy in the longest time. But he needs to get used to sleeping next to daddy again. Yeah. So Two months is a long effing time. In his little life especially. Exactly. So, I've been… That's not a bad mom moment. I mean, it is… It was a means to an end. But I can understand how it's a bit of an epic fail right now. I myself a bit of an injustice in that respect. It's one of those things that you do and you're like, oh, future Sam will worry about that. Or future Sam Sam has arrived. (laughs) Okay, so tell me how you are bombing at mommy. Well, I, this year, got two Baker's Days. We had a Baker's Day episode earlier this year, which I, funnily enough, listened to yesterday and hysterically, ugly cried, laughed again about (laughs) the Jesus take the wheel moment when you were telling me about your Baker's Day palaver this year. So I had another Baker's Day um, come up because all the kids had had their turn and so they start at the very beginning and so do a random selection of which kids need to go again. So we had another Baker's Day and I just freaking nailed it. I was Baker's Daying like a boss. I just, I decided, I didn't think about it too much. The last Baker's Day, it wasn't a fail, but it was very stressful. I think it was also because it was my first one. Mm. But I just, I was just like, we've got this. I'll make crunchies, oats, crunchy biscuits. Josh loves them. Granny's got a great recipe. And then I was like, okay, they're just brown biscuits. So how do we make them exciting? I got chocolate, melted it. Josh and I made all sorts of rainbow colors we drizzled it over the chocolate crunchies josh ate about 10 testers sugar high for days sent it to school the teachers sent messages raving about the crunchy biscuits and how delicious they were done and how pretty they looked and josh was just like a little hero he loved it and it was his favorite biscuits so that was winning. That is bombing. Easy to make if i tell you it hard you hardly need to bake it it cannot flop Charlene, now you're going to have to share the recipe with I'm our gonna, listeners. It's like a 15-minute thing. It's so quick. No, well, now you're going to have to share the recipe, <laughs> and we're going to have to put it on our social we're media. We're going to have to do it. It's really easy to make. Okay. And I've also decided everybody's getting biscuit, like glass jars with crunchy biscuits in this year as <gasps> presents. Genius. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, so that's that. That was my bombing at momming, I'd say. A bad mom moment would be, Rhett has been volunteering a lot of help. He's always very hands-on and very involved, but he's just t- picking up the slack lately. And I'm, I've just been overtired, and I think it's because he's seen that, so he's just taken control of most of the things to do and even taking the night shifts with Jesse. And oh, really? I got home the other day. I didn't really have lots of pressing errors to run. I just I wanted to go to the mall to exchange some pants. And while, when I was there, instead of doing what I was there to do and getting out of there, I ambled around aimlessly for what I thought was an hour, which turned into three hours. And when I saw the time, I was like, shit, it's dinner and bath time at home. I'm still at the mall. I got home. The kids were fed, bathed, done. Our dinner was made. And I could just lie on the bed and relax. So Amazing. I've just been letting him do that. So... I mean, <laughs> I feel a bit guilty that I'm not being a mom for my kids because. Is it a bad mom moment or a rad dad moment? I don't know. I mean, you decide. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a bad mom moment because I feel guilty, but it's not such a bad thing, I suppose. No, I don't think so. And I think we need to cut ourselves a bit of slack because, okay, look, it's been coming for a few weeks now. Um, but again, or should I say still, we're feeling the pressure. It's coming to your end and we are under the 
fucking gun. Mm. I don't, I, I'm looking at the two of us and the messages we send each other in the week and how These we've been feeling. Bags under my eyes <laughs> and yeah. And seeing our fellow moms under it too. Um, which is why this week we're asking, hey, are you okay? Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. Okay, so look, I'm not a Royals fan, really. I used to be when I was younger. I used to relentlessly follow them. I know. I, I mean, in this new wave, I, I've said it before, I'm pretty sure. I really love Kate Middleton's style. Mm. So I'll look to see what she's wearing. Mm. But other than that, I'm like, I'm not even like in on their kids or, you know, I, mm. I don't, I'm blissfully unaware. Mm. You can't avoid it, obviously. Yeah, because you see it, but. But. And this, uh, we're a bit late to the party, I suppose. But a few weeks ago, um, Meghan Markle and, or the Duchess, mm -hmm. the Duchess and um, Prince Harry were in town uh, seeing what's up in South Africa. And the afterwards, this ITV interview with Meghan went around like a wildfire. Mm -hmm. It was viral. And when I watched it, I thought, oh, now I see why. And mm. I sent it to you, mm. and um, I think for those listeners who haven't watched it, we're going to play it for you, but I'd like you to watch it if you get a moment and look at her face. Mm. And I think what gets to me is having been there. Mm. Um, so have a listen to see what Megan had to say about uh, being okay in new motherhood. I don't know what the impact on your physical and mental health of all the pressure that you clearly feel under. Um, I would say, look, any woman when they're, especially when they're pregnant, you're really vulnerable. And so that was made really challenging. And then when you have a newborn, I mean, you know, you mm -hmm. It's a long time ago, but I remember, yeah. yeah. You know, as, and especially as a woman, it's really, it's a lot. So you add this on top of just trying to be a new mom or trying to be a newlywed. It's, um, yeah, well, I guess, and also thank you for asking, because not many people have asked if I'm okay. But it's, uh, it's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes. And the answer is, would it be fair to say not really? Okay, since it's really been a struggle. Yes. Right, so we'll cut it there. But yeah. I mean, it, you can just, when I watched it, I look at my heart. I was just, I felt like I wanted to just give her a hug. Mm. Because I know exactly what she must be feeling like as a normal person. I know, I'm saying normal, like a layman, just an everyday person not someone who is in in the, the public, public eye. eye constantly and exactly like she says like you're you, you're pregnant you're vulnerable you're a new mom you're doing all of these things she's also a newlywed they haven't been married that long she's also a newlywed has it even been a year 
I think. If not a year, it hasn't been two years. Yes, yeah. It's probably just on a year. It's like around there now. And so she is obviously vulnerable. What I kept thinking was this woman is going to break down into tears. Like, is this princess essentially going to just start bawling on mm. television right now? Mm. Because there's also a specific, is, is it decorum that mm. they have to, and when I listened to her talk, I was curious as to how much she would divulge because surely you can't just as a duchess say anything in an interview but it was real it was and you, so you could see the real. realness in her eyes i oh i my heart broke for her and then for so many like us and like her right now and then it happened to me the other day that i was visiting a friend and we were chatting and she was telling me she was being honest with me about how she's feeling and I drove home um, from her house. Um, it was a play date, I mean. <laughs> I mm. drove home from her house and I just bawled my eyes out. Elijah was sleeping in the back and I was just... And I, it wasn't just for her. I was crying for women because I just felt the brokenness mm. and the rawness and the we're not okay. Mm. So and there's many of us, many of us are not okay. Mm. And and again, like she says in that interview, thank you for asking. Because nobody because fucking no. asks. You, get, you have a newborn, everybody's like, how's the baby sleeping? Is it a good baby? Is he a good baby? And how's it feeling to be a new mom? Do you love him? Do you love her? Um, are you settling in? Does he cry a lot? How does he feed? How's breastfeeding going? Nobody looks at you and says, Sam, are you okay? This is all a lot. Like, are you okay? Mm. You know, mm. how's the C-section cut healing? How have you found that? Yeah, and we always say on this podcast how, especially in those new new days of motherhood, but I've since felt it in in solo parenting, mm. um, the support people are willing to offer is often not the support that you need. And um, so more of a discussion needs to be had around what moms need Um in new motherhood, and I say new motherhood, but I still feel like a new mother because everything I'm it's, going through, it's I'm always going through new. for the first time. You're exactly. always in a different stage and it's new to you. Exactly. Yeah. So um, we're going to touch base with a friend of mine who um, is willing to share about her not being okay. And um, I thought it would be helpful to share her story. Sure, it's not an outsider, it's not an expert, it's not a... She's a listener and she's a friend. And she is just like everybody listening here, just a person, just a girl trying to get through this thing called motherhood, the upside down for lack of a better word. So guys, uh, stay tuned and we're going to call in Janine. So, guys, our guest today is a close friend of mine. And one I've come to call a friend, too. Better known to TGE listeners as our resident free-range mom, <laughs> Janine has been on our podcast a number of times, actually, kindly sharing the ups and downs of her currents upside down. So, something recently happened with Janine that a lot of moms would not be open about, but Janine has gracefully agreed to open up about it to us today. Welcome, Janine. Hi, ladies. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing much better. That's good. 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 That's good. good. Okay, good. so before we get into your story, we just want you to to tell our listeners 
who lives in your house and who calls you mom? Okay, so I have two children, but I actually say I have three because my husband sometimes acts like my oldest child. (laughs) And then I have my mother-in-law that lives with us now and then. So actually I've got four kids. Four kids, got it. Yes. Okay, (laughs) but my two little ones are the ones that call me mom. Mm -hmm. Um, That's Tiara, she's 14 months, and Sebastian, who's turning four in December. Awesome. Okay, so... Something happened very recently, a couple of weeks back, that caused even your husband, Mike, to sit up and think, whoa. So do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, I will tell you guys, because I think it's thing that a lot of moms don't talk about, and that um, it's kind of looked down upon, and I don't know why, mm. because we're all human. Anyway, so with my crazy life, um, which I think most moms feel that way. Um, I've been just kind of floating above water, um, keeping everybody happy and um, trying to be sane. And I finally cracked. Um, my child, I took it out of my children. I left out of them. And then I completely had a breakdown uh, about three weeks ago where we were actually at the 31st. I got back into the room. My daughter was crying constantly, and I was just exhausted. Um, long story short, I actually burst out in tears, and I threw a pillow over her. I didn't suffocate or anything. I just threw the pillow over her. Mm. Um, it made me feel like even a, a worse mother, if I could say it like that. And um, I just, uh, yeah, I... I, I kind of just gave her to my husband because he was like, what are you doing? And I just threw it at, her, at my husband and I climbed into an empty bath and I cried. Um, he took her out and finally calmed her down. I mean, this was like six o'clock in the morning, guys. So I, I was excited. Um, mm. Anyways, um, the next day he said to me, listen, I'm worried about you. You're always angry. You, you don't know if you're coming or going. I'm and even my mom was worried about me. And um, that Monday, I decided, you know what? Suck this. I need to go and get help because I'm not making it. I'm practically drowning. Mm. Um, my sister actually came with me. I've got an amazing younger sister. So she joined me at the doctor's. And yeah, I told the doctor my story. And she actually said I could be um, exhaustion, firstly, but also uh, baby blues mm. that can come later. Mm. after having children. Mm. Um, so she's given me some medicational, uh, which I think is working. Well, I, no, I know it's working because I'm a better mother. I'm more sane now. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've got more patience. And, yeah, I've got the edge off, if I could say it like that. Because I was actually, I was drowning. Mm. I, was, I was just drowning. I, I, um, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, and you're going Mm. two weeks on end it gets to you after a while mm. and as much as you love your little rascals they you just sometimes want a little bit of sanity and you just want to like sleep and be you again mm. so yes I, I went for help and um, but yes I threw a pillow over my daughter's face and I think that was my wake up call because I, that was scary look I think the all important question here is are you okay? 
now and from what I can gather you're saying you've gotten the help and it feels like it's working um how do you feel now uh, most days I actually feel much better I must be honest with you guys um yeah I I, I the medication the doctor gave me is a um um uh antidepressant and she did tell me it would only work after like three four weeks um, but she also gave me Urbanol, which is just taking her head off because I was suffering from anxiety. You know, so, so yeah, that's an anti-anxiety medication, mm, right? Mm. Yeah, Urbanol's mm. anti-anxiety, which, which I was suffering really badly with. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm doing much better. I've got more patience with my kids. Mm, I also good. changed uh, in my lifestyle. I put my kids in their own bedroom because they were sleeping in our room mm. and I just had to make that decision and I put them in their own room. Um, I'm trying to do more of a, a routine, guys, which is not really routine, but I try. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> well, you are the free-range mom, Janine. So. I am free-range. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of go, yeah, there, let's just start business now, guys. Come business now. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I think if, um, I'm, if I'm listening to what you're saying here, Janine, and this is something that Sam and I often discuss on this podcast, and what stands out to me here is, first of all, fantastic that you realized you needed help. I'm, I'm, I'm so sad for you that you uh, had to go to such an extent that you it had to push you to that point for you to to realize hold on a minute something's wrong here but unfortunately that is the reality of the matter i think that i'm so grateful for you to that you're sharing the story with us because like we said moms moms won't talk about this because for whatever their reasons are maybe they feel like it's a private matter there's mom guilt there's a lot of stuff that's related to it but the fact that you're speaking out will help our community of parents realize that they're not alone and even dads who are listening they might be able to identify this in their wives and be like my wife needs help how can I help her Mm. and so what you're telling us here is is will help our listeners first of all and second of all Sam and I always say what use or good are we to our families if we are not taking care of ourselves and so good Mm. on you for taking that step and and trying to implement that routine and look it's not going to be perfect every day but every day you are cognizant of it and you're realizing that I need to make these changes so that I can be better for my family because they need me. Without a mom, what are they? Exactly. And that's exactly what hits me. Mm. My children would prefer uh, a happy mom than one that is losing her marbles all the time, mm. which is exactly what was happening with me. I was just losing it. So, Janine, I didn't have patience with her. And yeah. I have one thing to say to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing good, friend. You're doing good. You're doing a great Thanks, job. Dad. And you're an amazing Thanks, mom. You, and that's what makes you an amazing mom, the fact that you are fighting, that you've done and what you've done. You've gone to ask for the help and you're not a- allowing anything to get in the way of that because you are you are getting yourself better. And I'm grateful to hear that you're feeling okay now. Mm. Thanks, girl. But listen, I also couldn't do, do without your podcast. It helps me as well. I must be honest with you. Because oh. it makes me realize there's a lot of other women and mommies out there that 
go through other things and maybe I'm not going through the same thing, but you're not alone. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. not alone. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're not Thank alone you. and you. we love you lots and we hope you come back. Thank you for sharing your story with us. You're so grateful to mm. have um, Janine on and to be so brave, uh, to be so real with us. And mm. I think I mentioned this to you, but maybe I should tell it to our listeners um, so that you know, and this wasn't recent, but it was um, one of those moments of desperation where Elijah was newborn. I was home with him for maternity leave and he was crying. He had a silent reflux and I suspected it, but it hadn't been diagnosed yet. And I was burping him and he was crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And he had just finished feeding, but wouldn't stop. And you know, when you're patting them on the back, and um, trying to get that burp out while I started, and I would normally just rub, but I started patting him harder and harder and harder until eventually I scared myself. And Ray came home at that moment and I just handed him over. And I remember going for what was probably one of my first runs, a run walk, mm. and just feeling so angry at life and myself and mm. hating it. Mm. And so I know that feeling. I can imagine myself doing it in a moment of desperation and just throwing a pillow over my child. Like, can you just shut the fuck up and get away from me? When it's that incessant crying and like the ungodly hour in the morning and you are so sleep deprived, you just cannot think straight. Mm. I have had many moments like that. I still have them, especially now with toddlers when they just drive you nuts. I've had three incidents in the last year that I can recall like losing it to the point where I felt like either whacking my kid through the face Mm. or picking him up and throwing him onto his bed and I can feel Jessie's doing that to me lately now again because she's starting to act out she's in a terrible mood so yeah it happens to all of us like I can relate to her totally so I mean thank you for sharing friend and um I want our listeners to feel free to share that to share that with us. I, I think the bottom line is, are you okay, Charlene? You know, some days I am and some days I'm not. And I think, thank you for asking, how are you doing? Are you okay? Also, some days, some days yes and some days no. And I mean, I was reaching a point with Ray being away. I just really, I had to call in friends to come do bath and bed last week. Um because I was at the end of it mm. and I was done. And it wasn't fair to Elijah that I was hating every second of that part of parenting so much. Moms need a break. And, and I, oddly enough, last week had the same thing. Because in our previous episode, Charlene was the picture of patience. And I felt <laughs> like I had a handle on things. By the end of that week, you and I were texting each other and you were like, call someone in to do bath and bed because you you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I suppose for me, the bottom line is... You're not always going to be okay, and that is just part of this journey, but to be aware of it and to to try and be okay with calling in help when you need it mm. because that's the best you can do. And you're not okay and that that's okay. That is also okay. None of us, I think that's the bottom line for me, is none of us, even those who look it, are not the picture of perfection, and that's there's always a no-judgy stance here. At The Great Equalizer, we are not judging anyone that seems to be okay. Good for you. But also know that it's not going to last forever. Yeah, and you can break down and then that's okay too. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. I think we really need to keep talking about this. I mean, just having this listener and friend on the show um, today proves that because the more we talk about these things, the more it'll open up things for other listeners and and uh, friends and, and moms and dads in our community that we're creating here. So we want to keep talking about these topics. Guys, you know that you can chat with us at any time. DM us. Uh, weigh in on something give some commentary add a comment or if you want it to be more private you know um, dm us a voice note on instagram we're at the great equalizer podcast you can swear you can rant you can cry or you can laugh you can just let it all out you can also record a voice note on your phone and you can email it to us on the great equalizer.za at gmail.com also if you want to share your bad mom moments or your bombing at momming moments uh, tag us in your Instagram or Facebook posts with those hashtags, hashtag bombing at momming or hashtag bad mom moments. Your support, your support. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Your support. (laughs) Your support is so important to us. We say this every week. Um, We we thrive on uh, interactions with our listeners and friends. And um, we love to know that we're not alone and that this community is growing. So please keep it coming. Every like, every love, every comment, every share means the world to us. Don't forget us. Don't forget to don't forget us. And in, yes. not, in, in not, not forgetting, forgetting us, <laughs> please review us on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Facebook and and add a little review on Facebook, um, and hit the subscribe button so that you know when a new episode comes out. Exactly. The more we're seen, the better this podcast can do for you, and the more we can offer support and and uh, build that community of moms. Also, if you've listened to last week's episode on local children's books, it's called Kidlit Two um you'll hear all about the books that we've been loving this year please head on over to our social media to see how you can win a hamper of books from some of the authors that we featured on the show all you need to do is find the post you'll be able to identify it um, by the picture which has the cover of the book by megan andrews lmnop on our social media um, then tag a fellow mom Tell us which of the books in the hamper you are most excited to read about or want to get your hands on. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram or Facebook for that one if you are entering. And for an additional entry on Instagram, share the post to your stories and don't forget to tag us so we see. Yes, otherwise we won't know that you've entered. Join us again next week then when we talk to Sam's often estranged husband, Ray, about solo parenting. (laughs) So guys... Until then, I think that's it for this week. Until next time, keep keep your your mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. For something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.